Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get open. And maybe we could keep in touch. Like they did in the old days, it wasn't so long ago. Did Patrick send us any uh, pound cake music? No, do we yet. have that anywhere? Where do we get that? Toiling away. Yeah, I, we have it. It's in my in. We got to get email. that. We got to start playing that. I think there's a lot of listeners who would go fuck. Like I, th- I think we have a lot of listeners who already are like great theme song. But I think if we showed them the full treasure trove of what Patrick has submitted us, they would be like, "This dude's crazy." Now look, I know it's, it's such good own. shit. All of it's very catchy. Oh, Some of the dumbest jingles, but yet so catchy. Do you feel for our theme song, it's more of a up and down head bob or a left to right? Do you want to feel it out? Let's feel it out. Ready? If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we could keep it you touch. Left right? you want like to you did in the old days, it wasn't so long ago. I'm doing ago. like a little bopping. Oh, half circle. Oh, doing like a half circle. And I wish you Rocking motion is where it takes me, yeah. but I think they all work. They all work. Maybe I'm maybe less head banging about it, and you're more of a little bop. More, you're I'm more bop. back. In. I'm L- I'm little, more east to west. Little ear to shoulder, ear to shoulder, rather yeah. than a, rather than yeah, a yeah, no. Yeah. I like it so much. It's no, but no, the no, no, but the no, no, no also the no also is always a fun one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look at that sweatshirt, that hoodie. Look at it. Would you look Wish at it? you well. It looks good, uh, right? You're gonna leave that hanging out there? Man asks man asks you if you think he looks good. You don't say nothing. Oh, you look you look hot. H A W T T T T T. Thanks, buddy. Hot. I think you look hot too. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I think you look really hot today. <laughs> Daniel, there's so much there's so much on the there's so many so many things on the plate. 
Mm-hmm. So many rant opportunities. I just, I just want to say one thing, what? and I just want to leave it out there. Can we, as listeners of this show, as creators of this show, as participants and hosts and producers, every mm-hmm. element of anything with this show, mm-hmm. and and hopefully beyond, can we fucking stop looking at teachers like they've got it good? What you, can we stop? Why is, what's this? I, the vaccine. People talking about the vaccination and schools reopen and people like I just see so many comments and people arguments about people. What, get, get these teachers. These teachers get three months off in the summer and they should be va- going back without the vaccine. No one, not no one. Lots of people caring about them, but so many people not giving a shit about these teachers' lives to go back and be in person with these children. Well, my kid. My kid needs this. My kid, the one person I, I saw a post, and I can't remember if it was on Dave Anthony's Instagram or oh, something. I thought it was angry. I, I keep going back and forth on <laughs> putting Instagram on my phone and taking it off my phone. And if we have something to post, I go back on, even though my friend Gemma does it anyways. Um, but I, I, just, I saw something. It's something like this huge argument about the well-being and psychological aspect of these children, and I understand that. But also in a normal world, how much were you screaming at the top of your lungs that we as uh, as people need to care about the psychological aspect of these children? It, a lot of people didn't care before, Mm-mm. but now suddenly the, their psychology really matters. In a normal world, their psychology matters. But you know what also matters is the teachers' lives and their psychology and their health and also the psychology and health of their families and their children and their you know uh, wives and their husbands and their... You know, they're they're significant others. And it just it just fucking drives me insane that we as people don't that that on a on a on a huge level don't understand the benefit of teachers and don't understand the respect of teachers and don't understand the admiration you should be given. It's one of the most admirable yeah. uh, occupations one could pursue. The mm-hmm. necessary element of passing knowledge on to younger generations and even is why knowledge. we are even functioning good social skills. now <laughs> like good people like hey yes we check in in this class we check in with our friends before we do blank we ask someone yeah. how they are today like we yes yeah, yes more, yeah they're like making good humans and in, yes there are shitty fucking teachers there are lots there are evil awful fucking horrific people yes. who are teachers but yep. you know what dwarfs them amazing teachers mm-hmm Life's lessons come from being taught. Everyone should consider themselves a teacher. Some people dedicate their lives to it, right. and those are the people that you should fucking that should be compensated not only financially, but also with our respect and admiration. And I just I have to get that out. It's okay. Because I can't understand it. One bad teacher who's a fucking pile of shit, and everyone's like, "Those are, <laughs> those are teachers. They get those three months off. Oh my god, heaven forbid, mm-hmm. those short three months. It's not three months. No one gets three months anymore. <laughs> no one, students don't get three months. Right? You're talking about teachers that put their own fucking money up to provide supplies to their children that the government and other and, and other outlets should be providing. They pay for it with their own money." And they're none of them are making millions of dollars. They're doing. They're. They're. Some of them are doing okay. Most of them, it, it, they have. Some of them have second jobs. Oh, for sure. Most of them work. And all you're talking long. about people you send your children to, 
to make your children better people. It's yeah. insane to me. Right. It's so insane to me. Or do you really and, just and want that, your kids out of the house? That's not just a pandemic. Say again. Or do you really just want your kids out of the house? Exactly. And I get that. I oh, get I get that, that too. I'm just totally saying, is that it. the real motivator for yes. some people? And I get too that there's a lot of children whose food comes from schools, and I get um, all these now elements. Yes. It doesn't trump safety, right? And I, 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 I understand. I, I don't have an answer. All I know is the argument of like, we got to get these kids back in school there's a way to 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 do all this but if you if you want to step back and be but smart if you about really it, think that, maybe Rory, if you really think yeah. you got to get these kids back in school then you better have been wearing your fucking mask since march yes. because if, if you've been not wearing your fucking mask but then and also telling me these kids got to get back into fucking you school, might be the reason you might I'm be like, the reason we're not oh okay <laughs> yeah. you understand we're still in a fucking pandemic yes because yes. you don't want to wear a mask but you want yes. the kids to go back to school yes Oh man, these businesses teachers. are dying out here. Uh, you, oh, talking you mean, about these you mean teachers the businesses that should have been able to reopen by July, but you yes. didn't want our fucking mask. You didn't want to wear a mask for five months. Yes, and you're not, and you're still not right. And if you are, you're like, ah, not my nose. Just a fi- who, how fucking hard is it to re- wear a goddamn mask? It's a, like who it's doesn't like, know by now? It's like loving who flowers and plants, like loving them, but you refuse to water them, and you are horrified at the fact that they keep dying, and also can't understand why they die. No. Even though your neighbor goes, you well, the problem is, and you go, shut the fuck up because you are invading my freedom. <laughs> These teachers unions that have probably saved teachers' lives and people like mad about the teachers' unions and shit. You fucking, you, when you look at it and you go, but some kids, and I understand it, so there, there are families, unfortunately, whose children get food from that. There are parents sure. who have to go work. There are very yeah. tough situations. Right. But instead of blaming teachers and teachers unions, maybe realize that the American government that you've grown to trust in, whether you're left or right or blue or red, maybe come to realize that it's not an institution that necessarily gives a fuck about you and it doesn't necessarily give about a fuck about people who need more. Maybe open your eyes to the greed that exists in this world and go, oh, Everyone's life could actually be simpler, more peaceful, and better if you just gave people an opportunity to take what they need. I'm not even talking about what they want. Right. <laughs> I'm talking about what they need well, to the biggest, maybe like, fuck make up enough all, to then buy what they want. The biggest fuck up of all is that like the, the funding for local education is determined by local property values. That's the biggest fucking... That's it's the biggest fucking they, they, they want to they want to fucking slander teachers unions so they can privatize more education and make education inaccessible for more people. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I I went to private school. I couldn't sit here and tell you that my daughter won't one day attend private school. I really don't know. I don't know what she'll do. I right. don't fucking have any of the answers. I know what my life was like in private school, but my dad fucking busts his ass and we had student uh, loan where we had uh, financial assistance so that my sister and I and and other siblings could could attend a private catholic school and a private episcopalian school mm-hmm. we that that's what we did but every everything being privatized everything having to be privatized to be worth someone's education is fucking insane it's mm-hmm. insane to me i agree with you investing in education is how ha- everything that you're like think is wrong it starts at investing in ed- in education mm-hmm. Look how many lunatics out there have no idea how to just competently think for themselves about what and what is more than likely reality. What is more than likely cause and effect reality? If we want to sit here and debate the JFK assassination, I will. We could do it all day, and we could go this way, we could go that mm-hmm. way, but mm-hmm. we still sit here and go. Eh, I mean, let's let's say let's say he was assassinated by five people. 
What the fuck are we going to do about it? <laughs> We're not going to storm the fucking Capitol. I mean, these people, the, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. We're hot This, is why, today, this is why I need We're, this show. We're hot, dude. This is why I need it. But just the basic goodness of getting behind educators. Do it. And when people talk about free education, and when people talk about alleviating student debt, realize what you want the world to be better. It won't happen when so many people who have an education can't do anything with it. Because they're buried in so much debt. Mm -hmm. None of them are getting rich quick. They might be making major contributions to your life. And when you vote against (laughs) alleviating their student debt, you're you're hurting yourself. Oh, 100%. And I believe that on a massive scale. Again, that's cause and effect and critical thought. I mean, why is college so goddamn expensive? Why? What what is there? Know. What is there? What is there that makes I could, like, it throw so darts expensive? Darts at a board, but I don't. I don't do you know. know tons of college teachers who are like, "Have you seen my three story house?" <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. I don't know any. I don't know any. I don't even know if I know any college teachers. There was one teacher at my college who drove a DeLorean. Never saw his face, but I'd step in front of a bullet for that man. <laughs> <laughs> Someone would be like, yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him roll in and get out. Whew, I've seen the DeLorean. Wait, I you only saw it. the car? I'd stand at, I'd stand there and stare at it. And I'd be like, this is my... All I want is to do enough to get one of these. That's all I want. Have you ever been in one? No. Hmm. Are they wildly uncomfortable? I have no idea, but I imagine they are so uncomfortable. <laughs> don't you? Yes. But I don't think there's any cushion. And that's a, honestly, that's a hard thing to admit. <laughs> It's hard to admit that they're probably wildly uncomfortable. Roar. If you have the money to soup up a DeLorean and you mm-hmm. don't make it look like it's from Back to the Future, then what What are you doing? Why do you have that DeLorean? Would you go... But you go Back to the Future 1, not 2, right? Like you're not putting yeah. the trash thing on the back. I am putting it. Here's what I'm doing. I want the DeLorean to be basically a Tesla, but a DeLorean, and I want the charger to have to go into the Mr. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that was? That yeah, was it was like a, a Mr. Juicer Coffee. or something to me. Of course, you. I'm not doubting you. I would soup it up. There's no way. If I own a DeLorean in my life and there, there's not a flux capacitor, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? And I want the Tesla screen... But when it's idle, I want it to be like the dates and stuff. Sounds to me like you need a vision board. I have several. several. This is my first vision board right there. Really? <laughs> no, it's just a piece of art. <laughs> just a fucking wild piece of art. And you tell someone that's my vision board. They're like, fuck, this dude's an artist. <laughs> There's not even words on that vision hey, board. Hey, I have just a couple images. Of, I have a couple of images. things for you before we go. Well, we, have, we have things for everybody. We got a few things off February the top February 20th. 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Rochelle, Illinois time. Mm-hmm. It's the next live pen pals. That's correct. And be I, there or be square. I will shout out an SAGA for everybody who has a shirt on that says such. Or these. I hope we see a lot of merch. Because now it's get, been enough. I got to get right? one of those hoodies because I saw your picture. I'm seeing you now and I'm seeing the comfort. It's really great. Soft, soft interior. Mm hmm. Like a souped-up DeLorean? <laughs> yes, like a souped-up, not, not standard. Not standard. You're no. not getting standard. I have something else. You ready for it? I am always ready for it. Throw okay. it right at me. Here you go. 
You ready? I'm ready. Okay, here you go. you do you can feel the love in the fingers should we go to dj should that be the new name for 2021 i mean i think it's dj when he's playing it's hard to not say jacobs <laughs> knowing that that's not how it's uh that knowing that that's not it dude he but laid that such down a for great us. did we think of jacobs yeah did we yes but do you think anyone else called him jacobs you think keith and brian are calling him jacobs you think Hal's if calling I'm him Keith, Jacobs? If I'm Keith, I'm calling him Jacobs. You think Missy's calling him Jacobs? I dream Kelps. of being Jacobs. Keith. I wish I was Keith. <laughs> really? Jacobs. I, I wish I was Missy. Are you kidding me? To get to be married to David Jacobs? It is pretty great. Because <laughs> you're so much DJ. hanging. It's so much just I hanging. I mean, did you hear him playing that bass? That's when he's DJ. It's got like a little bit of a... He said this too, so I'm saying it after he said it. He said it's got a little bit of a my favorite... Or a so I married an axe murderer. What, like a beatnik poem's going to just pop in over the over top? You want to be my friend? You want to know what you got to do? You got to go and get a pen. And maybe Bill. we can keep in touch like they did in the old days. It wasn't so long you ago. You are my number one. And I <laughs> love that you finished it. Okay. I got a letter here from a friend of the show, Ooh. Nicole We're from doing New it on this York. Side, though. You want to do it on the side? I'm going to throw this out there. Okay. I'm going to do it on this side real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about Girl Scout cookies. Mm-hmm. I want everyone to look into this if you feel so inclined. If you want some Girl Scout cookies, obviously Dan and I are fans. Um uh www.girlscoutsnyc.org and then you can look up troop 6000 they're a girl scout pro- girl scout program specifically designed to meet the needs of girls in the nyc shelter system mm-hmm. you can order cookies for shipping to your residents uh and you can donate cookies to nyc food banks um Nicole says, by the way, Samoas are my favorite Girl Scout cookie, but I didn't eat any of them gladly with a cold glass of cold skim milk. You know, that's one thing Daniel and I didn't say. That someone goes, well, look, all he has is this Girl Scout cookie. Make no mistake, Daniel and I, great, bring those. 100%. <laughs> Except for those goddamn s'mores. Also, there were briars and dryers, maybe Edie's too. Girl Scout cookie ice cream. I'm not sure where it's available by, uh, to buy at this time. There were Thin Mint, Tagalong, Samoas flavor i am going to be looking into that and i'm going to be uh no you're making trying your own. that you're I'm, I'm going to i'm going to make my own but make no mistake i am also going to buy some okay um because i want to know if i actually do better i want to know where i stand in the attempts of doing this, this uh, but that it's is from nicole uh she says i'm sure rory's gross got cookie ice cream will be very tasty and even more enjoyable because you'll be eating it together safely at some point in the future as usual the pod and peaches our highlights of my weeks. Love. I wish you well. Nicole from New York. Nicole, I know it was a quick letter, a quick grab, but thank you for sharing that information. Uh, people can look it up, research your, if you want to, about Troop 6000. And if that's a donation you want to make and all that, that good stuff, you know, Daniel and I are always happy to pass on that always. information. That makes the world a better place. Uh, but 
that decision to do so or not do so is up to you. And Daniel and I have no judgment. We live our lives and we <laughs> donate to our things and we have our mm-hmm. charities and this and that. So do if you if you're like I want to be a charity type person. Hey, the opportunities are vast. Go grab one. You got it. What do you yes, think? you got it. Is it time? I know. I felt it. I felt that, I that energy. Okay, you wanna? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. And let's go to the letters. <laughs> I love it. You know what I forgot? It's so good. So we posted. I think we posted it, didn't we? The picture. What? That we were sent? Yeah, it was posted. Shanley shared it with us, but someone tagged us. Mm -hmm. Do you remember who? It also got... Oh, it's in my DMs. Get that in the DM. I want to say, I totally forgot. I did like a fucked up bizarro Willy Wonka in Those Who Can't. Oh, you did? I'm going to try to find that uh, picture. I hope I can find Um, this. But uh, yeah, we were sent... uh, by a listener we were sent a picture of me as Willy Wonka. No, I don't know. It's cool. It's very cool. We're going to post it. It's from Danny McCartney and we're going to post it uh on our Instagram if we hadn't already. So check <laughs> check that out just because it's funny. And also mm-hmm. every time we go to the letters, that's now what I'm going to be picturing in my head. Is you of yourself? Me me of myself as that <laughs> in the inside that poster. Okay. Um that he made. And Did that's you watch uh, in and of itself. I did watch it. If anyone's interested, that's at DannyBoy.TheVoid. I can't If you want to check him out on Insta, it's also posted there for sure. Family friend here coming to the Pen Pal family. Um, loved in and of itself. Got made fun of by friends who didn't like it. Really? I like to say they didn't understand it. Uh, whenever someone doesn't like what I like, I just say they didn't get it. <laughs> That's true, though. They didn't get it how you got it. Yeah, totally. That's and I true. Refused to, and I refuse to see it their way and uh, listen to their argument. Wait, um, what was somebody who said they didn't like it? They just thought it was a little like pretentious or too heavy-handed? or a little... I think they thought it was just a little too... And I can see this. I think they thought some moments were just a little bit on the cheesy performative side. And well, I would talking about David Wayne that there's crying? no moments. They're talking about David Wayne crying. Oh, I don't I don't think so. Okay. But they, I think they were talking about Tim Gunn starting to like like the shaky like hand to mouth, like, how did you know that? And you want to be like, I understand, but it is illusion. Make listen, we've talked about this, I'm sure. I saw David Copperfield when I was in fifth grade <laughs> yeah. at a theater yes. in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Uh-huh. I saw him with Richard uh Wagey when I was in uh college, I think senior senior year, I maybe junior year, at the exact same theater, and he closed on an illusion that haunts me to this day. And when I tell people what it is, they start to try to tell me how he did. And I go, No, it's not. I I've worked all the angles. I know it's not real. I know it's not real, mm-hmm. but I can't, I can't prove it. <laughs> and Jordan has tried. She's like, here's how he knew everyone's thing. And I told her, I was oh, like, I know, look, I know, I know that too. I go, look, of course, of course, here's how he knew all the things. But once you do that, no, no, you or not, kill or not, it. Here's not how. But once but you do that, you, you kill it. And you want, but I, I don't know how you know. I don't know how you know. Have you figured out how he does it? Yeah. Oh, well, then we got to, we can't say it on here. Okay. That's like saying Bruce you Willis kill it. dies is <laughs> dead the whole time. In what? Uh, Unbreakable. No. Is that real? Yeah. yeah, he's dead the whole time. Sorry, my phone was left on. Uncle Bob texted me. 
And I wish you well. Okay, you want to go? Oh, 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 oh. Sign your pen pal. That's a good, that was a good. Sign your pen pal. Is that punk or emo? What is is that? I don't know. I'm trying, I think it's an impression of somebody. Well, yeah, I felt that too. Oh, 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 oh. Sign your pen pal. (laughs) I don't know, know, but it feels so good to do. All right, I got the first one here. Okay. Folks, here we go. Mm-hmm. Hello, my pals. That First, works. you are both a delight, and I can honestly <laughs> say this podcast and your comedy has made my life better. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Honestly, that is that is powerful. Very nice. Thank you for that. Okay, here we go. I am married, and we have one kid. Our son is hands down the best thing I have ever done. I love him completely and without reservation. He has created a place in my heart I didn't know existed before I had him. He is three and goofy and loves other kids. That being said, my wife and I are talking about having another. We grew up with siblings that we love. My brother and sister grew the shoe to me. And we thank you to them. Mm-hmm. And we want our son to have a sibling, but I have a few worries. One, I am 38 years old, so the clock is counting down, which means increase for all kinds of awful shit, both during pregnancy and after. I know age is not a guarantee for a terrible pregnancy, but it does increase the odds. Two, COVID. My wife and I both work with the public. We are as safe as we can be, but there are a lot of dipshits out there ruining it. Yep, we know that. (laughs) We can't really wait until we're, quote, back to normal because of reason number one. Three, the political structure of the country. As I'm writing this, it's been a week since the attack on the Capitol and a few days from the Biden-Harris White House. I'm I'm hopeful that we are moving to a more progressive future, but who the fuck knows? We live in a progressive city now, but as a queer couple, we are especially aware of what happens when political power goes red. And four, am I capable of loving another kid the way I love my son now? Will I become a shit mother who loves one kid more than the other? In reality, we're 99% likely to have another child. I know that whatever happens, we will deal with, and I know I will love any child I have because that's who I am, but sometimes I get stuck in a place of second-guessing myself. The last year has been filled with so much doubt. It's seeping into everything. I don't have any particular question, but I would just love to hear your thoughts. Thanks again for all you do and the community you brought together. Sarah. Um, first off, great, great letter. Agreed. Great letter as it's very relevant to uh, decisions I've faced as a, a father of one. Father um, of one. Father of one. That was Go clear. get a pen. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me where is your pen? We can keep in touch. Uh, here's my quick thoughts for everyone. Um, my wife and I have one child. I don't know that we would ever have planned to have more, but my wife did uh, experience severe preeclampsia during childbirth with our only child. So that is where your blood pressure spikes so high, uh, you can go into uh, having a um, uh, stroke. You can blood to the brain. Your vessels have tightened up. Blood isn't traveling uh, to your brain. Also, anyone listening who's like, he doesn't really know what he's talking about. (laughs) That's the day. Hey, welcome, welcome to, to the pals. show. <laughs> welcome to your you first episode. You must be new here. This is where yeah. you'll be sitting. This is where we'll <laughs> say where, dumb yeah. shit. This is where you'll be sitting, and I hope you take note. We will be telling you we are not professionals in any field whatsoever, except for talking. That is our only yeah. professional uh, whatever. Uh, anyways, yeah, so severe preeclampsia, it can kill you. Many. They, it's not advertised heavily, but many women uh, have... Uh, unfortunately passed away from this and it's uh, 
Uh, it's awful. It's a horrible thing. So Jordan uh, experienced this. We were in the hospital. We had an emergency C-section, which means you're in the hospital for four days, I think, no matter what, because mm-hmm. that is a major surgery. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so blood pressure high for like three straight days. I, we had nurses coming in, doctors coming in, constantly checking her blood pressure, pumping her full of drugs to get her blood pressure to go down. And then eventually the tide turned and her her blood pressure dropped, thank Thank the God and the universe and whatever's out there to make that happen. It mm-hmm. happened. Gaia. And uh, it was terrifying. It was truly terrifying uh, to be witness to while I lived with her in the hospital. And every time someone came in, just, you know, crossed my fingers and squeezed my fist, hoping to God that it was going to be going down. Um, so we only have one child. And I couldn't tell you ha- if she had a fine childbirth. I couldn't tell you where we'd be still, where we'd be sitting. I don't know. I don't really know. Um but before I get into the details of this particular situation, I do want to say to everyone out there, something I don't think is talked about a lot is when you are in the position of wondering if you want to have kids at all or not have kids at all, what I want you to know is that it is win-win. Both, both directions and paths are the exact right path. Mm-hmm. If you have a kid and your heart explodes with love and joy the way that... Uh, that um, Sarah's telling us about with her situation. Um, it's awesome. It's mm-hmm. it's incredible. If you said I never had kids and for thirty years did whatever the fuck I wanted and traveled the world, if you get to year thirty and you look back and go, "Fuck, I should have had a kid." I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what. I don't know that you did those thirty years the way you should have done them because I think it's only when you have a kid. You realize you can't have that fucking crazy 30 years of do whatever the fuck you want, travel the world. Um, you just can't. And the more kids you have, the less the less likely you're going to. Sure. But, hey, that's also what some people want uh, mm-hmm. to do and want with their lives. So anybody sitting on a fence worrying about it, don't listen to the pressures of, we have to, because that's what you do in life. That's not what you do in life. You do whatever the fuck you want to do in life. But I, I doubt you will look back and go, ah, I wish I had a kid. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. I have a kid, and it's changed my life forever, and I wouldn't change it at all. I sit here and also do wonder, what is it like to not have a kid? What is that world like? What what would my life be like? What would I be doing? Who would I be? Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to sit here and go, well, because I didn't have a kid, my life sucks, and I'm everything's awful? Or is it fucking amazing? <laughs> how much I want to just leave the house and get... Normal world. Leave the house and get a sandwich? You know how much I want to do that? That's gone. That's gone. I can bring you one. It's not the same. I know. If you said, let's meet up for cheesesteaks, and I go, I just, I got to make sure Elliot's in, Mm -hmm. she's taken care of. Mm -hmm. I get so old. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. It's it's great, but that's the thing, too. Someone goes, oh, I want the freedom. Go have it. But also, I love my kid. It changes your, it changes your perspective. Perspective. It's just, it's win-win. It's not win-lose, one or the other. It's not. It's not that. Both are right. You still make the most of your experience in your life. Go fucking have fun. Jordan and I... We were trying to have a kid. We got pregnant pretty quick, but we said to ourselves, we gave ourselves a timeline. We said, at this point, if it's not happening, we're not going to keep trying and trying and trying. If it happens, it happens. But at a certain point, we're going to go, all right, we tried. We mm-hmm. tried and we were going to do it. It didn't happen. Let's fucking travel the world. Let's do fun shit. Let's just do whatever the fuck we want. Let's make our lives fun. What it's, if somebody did like? What if somebody at like 55... Or you adopt, you know? That's what I was going to say. What if somebody at like 55 years old was like, all right... <clears throat> I ran it. I ran it back for about 30 years, did whatever I wanted. Uh, I'm going to adopt a kid now. 
Go. That, I think I'd that's amazing. I think it's amazing. Even if you yeah. die at 62, you're 55. That kid had seven years of like real love yeah. and parent. I mean, that's more than I got with my grandpa. Exactly. I think it's great. I agree with that so much. I just think in this world of it, you always hear it's like, we got to do it. Have a kid. You Those people gotta. need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> what do you think, though, about having a kid in the world right now? <clears throat> okay, that. so that's kind of a part of this question here. Um, yes, the older you get, there is there can be issues with pregnancy. Sure. But also not. Right. I know plenty of people, the older you get, you know, it, it, I think it's probably fine. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even past 40, you know, people do it. I, I wouldn't try. I wouldn't, I wouldn't live that way because that would be my choice and I would be nervous about those things. But also, just as I get older in age, but you do it and you're fine. You make it work. You, you, wrote, you pivot and you figure it out. Uh, the world. I think constantly about climate change and it terrifies me. I think constantly about where do we, where do we live? Where's the place to be? You know, we're living in a pandemic now. I don't think this, t- this type of lifestyle... I don't, I, here's what I think. I don't think we're going to come up with a vaccine and suddenly have an amazing world open back up to us. Right. I think there's a likelihood because of deforestation and, and, and our treatment of, of other species that share this space with us, there's a chance that we have to deal with a virus from the, for the rest of our lives. There's a chance that could happen. Mm-hmm. There are things and steps that you can personally take uh, to make your contribution towards maybe that not happening. Um, for me, I'm... I'm trying to, I, I, and I, I hate getting into the debate of meat and stuff, but I'm going to try to get off meat. I'm slowly tiptoeing towards it as I've canceled some things out, and I'm now reading a book about plant-based diets and what they do for your heart health because I'm actually very concerned about my heart health, just my own. There's no proof of why I should be. So I don't know. I, don't, I, do, I wouldn't not have a kid because I think people are starting to go crazy and be awful towards each other. I wouldn't not have a kid for that reason. Um. I, because I, I think that ebbs and flows anyways, and I think there's no world that's perfect, um, but climate change for sure is always in my. How much of having a kid dictates mind. your life? What percentage? Uh, almost all of it. Would you? You'd quit comedy um, for your kid? I would. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not that I'm saying you shouldn't. It was a, it was yeah. a it was a pure you know question. Ma- you know what's amazing a, not too? Not an infused one. Totally. No, I I. I like that. I like this question. It becomes an easier answer once you're in that position of what you feel with that kid. Those questions like that become easier to answer. Ironically, mm-hmm. I would I would say it's it's tougher for someone, and it's not always a kid, but I think it's tougher for someone who hasn't found whatever that is to say. Oh, I'd give it up for this, and also this is a, again a win win <laughs> because you go oh. Well, then you don't have to sit in the world of going, oh, I don't, ha- I don't have that thing yet to where I would quit this thing for. And it's like, oh, then maybe the thing that is the thing is the thing you'd be quitting. You know what I mean? Do you think sometimes people's careers are lost because they have a kid? Yes. Because they yes. realize like, oh, I'm not going to miss this birthday. And somebody's like, yes. well, it, it shoots from this time to this time. So if you want to be in this movie and they're like, but I'm not going to miss my kid's birthday. Yep. And so then they don't, they turn down that. Mm-hmm. pilot of cheers or they and i think they're i think they're also happy to do it too i you hope know, so mickelson has be. never won phil mickelson's never he's won there's four major tournaments he's won three of them very Run few people down. in history Run them down 
There's the Masters. The Wimbledon. Kicks off in Wimbledon is one. I get it. I get it very wrong. There's the PBA in Orlando. <laughs> Um, <laughs> there's, uh, uh, there's the U S open, the, uh, the PGA championship. There's the open. It's called the open. A lot of people call it the British open, uh, but the open, the U S open masters PGA championship, not necessarily in that order, but now I'd honestly don't know what the order might be going forward because they shifted around. And also the masters was just in November and it's also about to happen in April. I'm just what glad a treat. the rest of the what world has gotten on board with one is what? <laughs> Yes, they have to. They have They've to. Been we to. were yeah. way early we, on that. We tip. pioneered it. We <laughs> pioneered us and every philosopher. All right. You were um, saying he's never won a Masters? No, he's only won three no. of them. He has never won a U.S. Open. And uh, his daughter graduated from high school and was the valedictorian and would be giving a speech. He skipped the U.S. Open to be there to watch. It's the one major he hasn't won. If he were to win that major, that means he's completed the Grand Slam. He won every major. Very few golfers in history uh, have done it. Also, no one's ever done what Tiger did, where he won them all in a row, <laughs> um, which is insane. Mm-hmm. But, did you watch that documentary you know, on HBO? I watched the first part of it. I hated some of the elements of it being I heard sleazy. It's like, it's yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's another But I could watch and learn about Tiger all day long, but the sleaziness of it, it's like, get the fuck out of here with mm-hmm. the sleazy shit. Um, but yeah, he, he, he didn't go play in the U S open at a time when he was maybe, you know, could have really, who knows if he would have won. It's a major tournament. It's one of the hardest major tournaments. Um, but he skipped it to go to, you know, to, to see his kid. The, you, you start to realize, you start to realize the, the, at least for me, not everybody, but me, uh, from my own personal point of point of view is that. Not playing in the U- winning the U.S. Open and saying I am one of few players to have won these four things, you start to realize you get just as much joy and satisfaction and whatever that drug is by watching your child do sort of the same thing. Your your daughter is the valedictorian and she's speaking at her high school and she's also about to go to college where you won't have the same connection to her physically that you've had for the past 18 years Mm -hmm. and you start to go, well, this is a no brainer. This isn't even a tough decision because winning that standing there on Sunday, holding that trophy. The only thing I will be thinking about is that on Wednesday night or Thursday night, whenever it was, I didn't see my daughter speak at her thing. And that will, and eventually it it won't be worth it. Eventually people aren't going to remember. I'm a golfer. But I'm always going to remember that I wasn't there. Exactly. Exactly. And and so some of those like, so take that. I understand that's a sort of a unique extreme sure, scenario. Sure. But you know, but you could really apply that to a number of of things um, with having kids or or getting married or all any any type of thing where you look at it and you make this prediction in your mind. You fantasize about how it's going to change you and what it'll be. The one thing you can't fantasize about is reality. Mm-hmm. It, something's going to happen that you didn't predict, and it's going to change everything. When I had my daughter, I didn't expect to be so scared. I didn't expect to not know my place. I didn't expect to have a child who really only needed my wife. <laughs> I didn't expect to go, and I'd heard about this, but I didn't expect to go from someone who had this intense connection with my wife to going, Oh, I'm 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 the third wheel here. I'm not 
the I, my place in this dynamic mm-hmm. has shifted and changed. I didn't expect that, stayed that to way. They psychologically. They hate me. I know. I'm in a I've shed right now. I try only, to defend you. Only but. Daniel and Noah can see, but I'm in a shed uh, in a part of LA that I will not talk about. Mm-hmm. The airport. Um, but I, I, you know what I mean. I, yeah. it, it, you, you suddenly it changes you, and so you have a kid, and you go, well, maybe I don't like th- this element of it, and then you get to see. You get to see your wife become, uh, naturally, become a mother, and you see what that looks like. And you get to see your kid, you know, obviously I'm coming from the perspective of someone who didn't have a mother. Mm -hmm. I get to see my kid have a mother, and I get to witness my own feelings aside, my own jealousy aside, I get to witness how powerful that bond, and I, to this day, five years, five and a half years later, I still see it, how powerful that bond is. Um, there's a part of me that sits and go, I, I'm glad that I was, I, I got to bear witness to this, that if there is anything I sacrificed or lost out on, I don't know that it would have trumped the, the perspective shift and revelation I had by watching my, my wife become a mother and watch my daughter grow into who she's growing into. You know, now I, I realize my place and I, you know, your kid starts to realize who you are. Mm-hmm. No reason a kid would ever understand why the fuck you're around. <laughs> it truly is like, who the fuck is this dude and why is he still here? But when you realize, when they realize who you are and you realize who you are, you know, it's really kind of, uh, it's, it's kind of a cool thing. I'm glad that I, I, I got to witness that yeah. and I would have sacrificed things and maybe have sacrificed things for it. Uh, that's fine. But, to the point of <laughs> I said earlier, if I'm on the other side of it and I don't witness that, what feelings do I have towards towards that? I might have experienced or saw something completely different that shifted my perspective and revelation of things. You don't know till you're till you're in it. Well, let's touch on the last part of this then. Not the, not the fantasy of reality. Not not fantasizing about what things will be because that might not be what they are. Right. But here's the yep. last thing that we can hit on this before we roll off is <clears throat> what about having a second child? Am yep. I capable of li- loving another kid the way I love my son now? Will I become a shit mother who loves one kid more than the other? So I'm twice so. removed from this idea. You're only one I, one concept removed from it. Yeah. But did you ever thought about that? Not at all. Say. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Uh, I, I can't speak to it from experience. You've got it. But my you have people are people. Anytime you have two of something, one feels different than the other. That's. It. I, yes. I, I can't remember if we talked about this last week. I don't remember. But like, whenever th- I was thinking, people are like, "Well, I don't like the sequel as much as the original." Well, yeah. By default, it would be. You, Im- it, you would be insane if you were like, "Those are exactly the same movie, and I love them both equally the same." Like, you don't. They're movies. But also, so, you don't want them to be the same. If someone goes, ah, I didn't like it. I wish they would have done what they did the first time. You go, well, then you you would have gone, ah, you know what the they did? Movie. They did what they did the right, first time. Right, right. It doesn't mean that that second movie's good and you're right. fine to like hate right. it. But there's plenty of people who have two kids and are like, ah, eh, this kid is like this and this kid's like this. This one's more of a headache. This other one's a little Isn't less of a Isn't it weird, though, how we try to we, we treat music like that, right? Comedy, we've talked about this, but comedy is like, tell a new joke. Music is like play some play the thing you played last time or something extremely similar. Yeah, do the same thing every time. I like it. Yeah. You, I already heard this. 
and it's the it's the it's what you're looking for in it. Right. A laugh. People people go, this song can always make me feel this. Right. I won't always laugh at the thing you just said. Well, that's the thing. Is they want, down, the comedy, shelf life is so little. Comedy, give me a new experience. Music, Make recreate the yeah. experience I've had before. Surprise me. Music, give me, do it's, not surprise me. Right. Give me the if same thing. If you come thing, out here yeah. and play something off your new album, the, right. that surprise can go straight to hell. Or if you're Dylan <laughs> and you play the same song but in a completely different way, so mad. So, so angry. The, but here's my thing, though. I've had my, I've talked about this with my friends, and I had one friend of mine. We were up at the cabin, and he said cap, to the cap. group of guys, he goes, uh, you know, I, don't, I think we could burn this down in less than a day. But that was a different conversation. <laughs> I said... Less than a day? He thinks it takes that long. <laughs> right. He goes, um, I just worry if we have the second kid, like, am I going to, like, all my heart is devoted to our first kid. And mm-hmm. a couple other my friends who already had second and third children were like, dude, you, you don't divide your heart. Your heart multiplies. Yes, and so it's you just it you just it grows. Yeah, you, you it like Grinch, like the end of the Grinch. It just gets so it just gets that much bigger. Now, yeah. do I think that over time, as babies become children and children become people, and then people become people you know, do you probably maybe get along with or like of some kids? Of course, you like you just on a on a friend level might relate to or like one kid more than the other. Yes, but that's it's not, energy. That's when like. That's the opposite. You know, in relationships, we go like, like, then love. Love is more, right? But it's reverse maybe with kids where it's like, yes, I like you, but the yes. love is like always the baseline. You're like, you don't go below love, whereas in relationships, yes. you don't go below like. It's like yeah. the floor is yeah, yeah. like. The floor in your kids is love. Yeah. So it's I like, think Sarah's right. You know, the assumption that the love is going to be there for both kids. I think it's absolutely... I mean the fact that you're even thinking said about it. They're afraid of it. Am I capable yeah, but of I, loving but, it, a but, kid? I, but I mean, in the end, she's like, and I know I'll love oh, any yeah, child yeah, I have yeah. because of who I am. Yeah. And I agree with that. I think you're absolutely. I think you're absolutely right. I I know that a lot of people experience that. Like I said, I can't speak to it because I I I'm not having a second kid. But I I know that you know sometimes when I again going back to the fantasy thing, I go, oh, what would it be like? And I, I the one thing I was like, I really would love to see how what kind of older sister Elliot would be with like a sibling. And I do think about that. I mm-hmm. do want to know that because I think she'd be amazing and so fun and loving and caring towards this uh, um, other kid. But you know, it it I don't predict that I would go. Ah, this fucking this other kid is. is crazy if there's anything i've learned from myself every five to ten years removed you're not even who you used to be anyway so if you got like this kid you're like this kid's fucking honestly crazy Mm -hmm. driving us crazy Mm -hmm. we're losing our minds you might find that kid to be the most supportive of you in older age when you need really need some help they might be like hey i'm here I love you so much. Can and I you're like, you a wild God, question? I thought you were a tornado of a shit, st- just a shitstorm tornado. It turns out you're 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 lovely. You're really lovely. I don't know. You can say hold on to this, or you can also respond to what I'm about to ask you and go. Let's let somebody write us a letter about it because we're supposed to be wrapping this up. But you just made me think of something that if you yeah. and I were like on a plane, I'd be like, all right, we're good for the rest of this flight because I'm about to ask Rory this question. So you fully know. You could table this. You could also table this for the live show for all I care. Now, do you mean table this where I don't even get to hear the question? No, I'm going to say it. Because that's going to be too hard for me. I'm going to say it. And also, we're both going to forget it in 10 minutes. (laughs) 
That's true. I'm going to say it. And then this is fun, but also it's, it's us because it's not only fun. It's like very, you really got to think about it. Okay. You I'm have really a child. Excited. Yes. Remember, you, you have options here. Yes, We're, I have a child. Your options are we can dig into this, and I don't okay. know if we get to go to another letter or not. Well, let's really put it out there, to. and I'll know once you say you it. Could say you could say somebody write in about it. You could save it for the live show. This is like who wants to be a millionaire, but all the answers are right. This you is great. have a child around four or five, definitely six years old. You realize your child is evil. Like the good Damien. son. Yes. But the I'm not there talking supernatural. Macaulay. Yes. We're talking I'm, Macaulay Culkin. Yes. I'm talking you are like, you know that this is a, you have a bad. Evil spirit. Person. Yes. Yep. Got it. What course of action do you take as a parent with this child that you know? This is real. Yeah, I know. This is real. I know. What, how do you want to, what do you want to do? Cause I really want to get to my letter, but I feel. <laughs> Will the other kid go on to star in Lord of the Rings? Yes. <laughs> Is there I a financial like a game? Yeah, it's a yin and yang Is there situation. a financial game? I yeah. got, uh, who's going to kind of help me pay off this house? <laughs> no, even if you only have one. Um, what do you want to do with this? God, I could talk to you about this idea. Yeah, I, you know what? I think I know the exact... Oh, I know boy. exactly what I want to do. Okay. I, I can't say that I want this to be the live show. Maybe I do. But I no. think I want to hear from some people. Because I think that will help that conversation. I think this is a, a bigger conversation. Well, maybe we get some letters about it and it's our Patreon for the live All show. All right, so we get some we get some letters yeah. about it. And then we... Because I think having other perspectives will... Uh, Will nurture that what's conversation. What's your course of action, pennies and pallers? Yeah, what's your course of action? Your kid is like, and I hate to say stuff like this because I am so and sensitive it's not to your animals. Fault. But like, and here's, doing here's the other thing: like and you did a great and like, yes, and you did a good job. Yes, yeah. you are not. You can't, you can't go. Oh, not, maybe the parents are bad. Not, no, it's you. No, it's yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> this it's is you. not a nurture scenario. Yeah. It feels like a nature thing. Also, if anyone has a personal relevance, personal oh my anecdote, God, Rory, to I'm going to tell you this, and then we're, we're going to say goodbye to Sarah. Oh, bad 102.8. You're not going to believe what I'm about to tell you, and then we, we're going to say goodbye to Sarah. You're right. I don't believe it. I won't believe you it. You know how we tell keep it. telling people, like, oh, just send us a letter about anything, right? And then I I know that we have pennies and pounds that have listened to this show for year from the jump, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. At bingo last month, another bingo happening on like the 5th, I think, of March. Bing, bing? All yes. Right. At bingo last month, two. People at Bingo, two, had interactions with or knew someone who became a serial killer. And they have not written us about it. How do you not and write they, us that and they, li- they listen to this show? Yes. <sighs> honestly? Well, I blame us. I, honestly, I think they're the serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why they can't write. It gives too much away. How do you not I, write that down and be like, guys, guess that's what? That's insane. How do you not write that down? Exactly. Wait, did you tell them? Did you go, okay, so anyways, it's just uh, the pen pals at gmail.com. <laughs> I should have. Because, you know, in bingo, to use the free space, you have to tell a secret. And one person was like, all right, here's my secret. I knew a serial killer. And then, what? and then, like, later on, somebody else was like, all right, for my secret, I, I once interacted with a serial killer, too. And I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? I, 
How do you not write us that in the past two and a half years? I have to assume it's a lie. They okay. must have lied. Well, and if I and I, honestly, if you're listening right now, prove me wrong. Write us a goddamn letter. I, I think I'm smart using reverse psychology. <laughs> oh yeah, then write us a fucking letter. All right, um, Sarah. Sarah, I gotta say, great, great letter. Obviously, we <laughs> when we when we get fired up, which I do. Mm-hmm. I see Daniel get the fire in his eyes. Uh, this is a great one. You're gonna be you're you're already amazing. You're gonna be even more amazing. Your heart's gonna explode with love and joy, and the those kids are are lucky to have you. Um, so get rid of all that doubt. Don't let 2020 be the doubt. Make 2020 the thing that makes you fucking stronger. Um, and that goes for everybody. Uh, Sarah, we wish you well. Mm-hmm. Sincerely, your pen pals, Rory Vaniel Scaniel, and Daniel Van Kirk. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girls Trip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. Hey, are you a small business owner and hearing this little spot for where your ad could go, then so are your customers. Rory and I are trying to help you people. If you have an Etsy shop, you have an eBay store, you're rebuying buying stuff at like Marshall's and selling it on Amazon. I don't care. Whatever. If you have something you want to promote, as long as it isn't cookies, or maybe it can be cookies as well. It can't, just, we have hyped two bakeries. Are, <laughs> are both of them standing? You'll find out You'll find after out. their death match in late March. Ooh, that would be good. Um, so, hey, Send us, this is the spot here where we would be talking about you and helping you out. If you want to do that, let us know.
thepenpalspod yeah. at gmail.com. And if you guys are like, I know some people that have small businesses. Look, that's fine and good, but we mm-hmm. also want to focus on our listeners who support us. We want to pay that back and support them. Get, if so. you, you got to rework it the other way. If you know somebody that you love very dearly that's running a small business that could use some help, then grow the show to them. Make them a penny or a paller. Then they'll send us this app. And tell them the pen pals pod at gmail.com. <laughs> Agreed. All right, Roar, are you ready for this? Y'all ready, Y'all for, ready this? for this? <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah! Who are we? <laughs> synchronicity, dude. That, oh, that is a synchronicity. <laughs> New favorite voice. Oh, like that it. is a synchronicity. I like that. If that's your natural voice, it's not excitement. Mm-hmm. Imagine that person at a funeral. Everyone's like so disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> He's Daniel. Dead. He's dead. Daniel. <laughs> I heard you got a podcast. <laughs> Everyone's like, why are you talking? Come on. Ready? No, he's really he's destroyed. That that dude talking to Daniel's destroyed. <laughs> I'm ready. Woo! Woo! Ah! Yeah! <laughs> You're the guy in the locker room that doesn't start, barely comes off the bench, not really invested in the Go! game, but like <laughs> What time is it? What time is it? I probably I maybe started the towel, you know what I mean? Yeah, our team sure. wasn't really doing the towel. I didn't invent the towel, but our right. team wasn't doing you the towel. You also kind <laughs> of walk a, in a weird space between you think you're one of the coaches. Come on. I mean, come on, guys. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it out there. David, Greg. I like, know that. I God, I can see I know, we know that it. space be exploited by that person. Uh-huh. And also, you see the coaches who don't know how to handle it, right. and you see the other coaches that go, get, sh- get the fuck out of here. But then there's also <laughs> coaches see like... both of those versions. There's also coaches like, Nathan's got a point, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like the second assistant, like twice removed. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm not I'm out seeing there. it. I'm not out there, but you don't think I'm not pissed too? You got to get yeah, on that sh- ball, hey, David. And, th- and then that's when the coach looks at the best player and goes, hey, fucking listen to Nathan right now. <laughs> and that's when the best player's like, I don't know what the dynamic is. Anymore on this team. <laughs> I don't know how to gauge where I stand in leadership with the team anymore. Oh, oh, cheering from the bench. Uh, okay. It's a, it's a craft. It's a it true a, craft. It is. Because I'll tell you what, as someone who's out on that field, you need that bench. I, okay, sidestep real them. quick. Have you watched uh, The Dawn Wall? No. Oh, my God, Rory. You 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 push The Dawn as, Wall? Yes. What's it on? Guarantee Noah's watched it. It's called... Noah, hold on. Nuno, have you watched it? Yes, I've watched it. Told your ass. And, and moving on. He probably <laughs> recommended it to me, and I forgot. <laughs> Noah's like, yeah, I'm the one who told Daniel about it. <laughs> he probably was. For, I mean, we, we, he was a part of my show for like six months. All right. So what is it? Or no, don't tell me what it is. Where can I find it and give me no details? Netflix. I think that's more fun. But all, here's what I do need the to Don Wall. There's an element to it. And, no, and you know will agree with me. There's an element to it of cheering a person on, right? Do, mm-hmm. When they're doing something very difficult. And you have to pick and choose your points of when to be like, you got this. Come on. You got this because if you do it at the wrong point, you know, you and I have probably done this. You look at me and you go, yeah, I fucking know. I know. Right. I know. You have I to like know. pick it at the right point where they kind of needed it and not yeah. say anything when they don't want you to say a fucking word. That's why the, ca- so the craft, the craft of being a golf caddy is very delicate. Oh, very. Because you're golfers not, right. are psychopaths. Right. Because you will and not those get caddies. Sometimes Corey McCowan said Corey McCowan's been a caddy on the on the oh, PGA level for yeah. uh, Parnovic, and he said 
all caddies are doing are keeping their golfer from leaving, the, <laughs> like walking off the course. He goes, that's all you're doing. They're psychos. He's like, they're all psychos. And when they hit a shot, you're like, no, it's good. <laughs> Come on. No, you got, you got this. You're good. There's no way. There, there's no way it should have broke like that. There's no yeah, way. Honestly, it should have broke honestly, like that. that's the course. This is your a lie. Designed. Your lie was perfect. It was the way it yeah. broke. Like you can't see yeah, it yeah. from that angle we were at anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep them from it. And also, I have your car keys, and I'm not giving them to you, so you have to finish. And also, I don't get paid till you finish on Sunday, right, so. Right. <laughs> Stay in this, buddy. Okay, I'm yeah. going to read this. Here we go. Dear Rory and Dan, I, I can't endorse that, but given the subject matter, I'm okay with it. I'm already endorsing it. Dear Rory and Dan, first of all, where's the IEL player? All right. I just returned from my lunch break of eating Bojangles in my car and listening to Pen Pals. This is what, not what, this what, is what. <laughs> this is not just a random Bojangles plug, but a way of bringing up this. I love love is all caps to eat fast food in my car and listen to podcasts. Side note: Bojangles messed up my order by giving me the wrong side and no dipping sauce. But guess what? It was still incredible because they are incredible i'm gonna be sliding some stuff in because i am now fucking wanting some bojangles oh i know i do too and i've had it twice in my life that's not gonna bode well with my plant-based diet book (laughs) i'm reading (laughs) you can get a biscuit (laughs) uh i try not to eat too much fast food anymore and perhaps that adds to my enjoyment of it given the very specific circumstances of it being in my car whilst a podcast is playing i don't know if this is exactly a guilty pleasure aside from the fast food intake itself but it is admittedly an odd and specific activity to enjoy. Are there any strange particular activities or perhaps full-blown guilty pleasures either one of you care to discuss? Love, goddamn right, love, Alan. Say my name, say my name. (laughs) P.S. Dan, my girlfriend and I listened to Thanks, Diane during a road trip last year, and it was so great. Rory, we love seeing you perform here in Huntsville. Would love to see another pen pal there when it's safe. Well, we'd love to both come there and do a show. Boomskies. Rory, as we leave yeah. today, so much, man, we've, we've run a gambit today, and I love, I that's gotta, why I love I this show. I gotta bring up something that, I gotta remember what this is called, but uh, okay. this relates to, uh, deleted Instagram again. There's an order at Bojangles you can make, it's called like the Ava or something. Okay. It's a Bowberry biscuit, Ooh. and this is something for Alan to take in, now that he's in, he's in Bojangle region. Mm-hmm. It's a Bowberry biscuit. With a Cajun fillet, chicken uh, fillet, uh, whatever breast yeah. or whatever it is, on that biscuit with pimento cheese, and it's supposed to be great. It just looked great to you. I can see a lot of people thinking that's fucking awful. I bet not. I would, without a doubt, try that. I couldn't tell you, but the sweet and the chicken and mm-hmm. the pimento cheese, mm-hmm. in my mind, it all works. In my mind, it all works. Well, I can't say if it does. That the idea of you doing that is perfect for the question here. Do you already yeah. have a thing that you're like guilty pleasure, p- particular activity, or perhaps full-blown guilty pleasure that you care to discuss? Or strange, they said it could be. Daniel knows about this, and we've talked about this, so I'll say it quickly. This isn't a great answer to this. So I'm going to try to think of another one. But really quickly, when Daniel and I would do our podcast, we would, I think, what were we doing, Mondays? Uh-huh. What was oh, the studio yeah, time? Yeah. I don't even remember now. Usually, Mondays. Yeah, but we, as soon as we were done, I would go to Guisado's. I would get uh, seven tacos, which are like, Two or three bites each. It's yeah. not a crazy amount. Yeah. Seven is a lot to finish. Right. Not as big as it sounds. I would sounds. say that's the equivalent of like three what you'd normally picture tacos. 
Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Uh, and I would eat that, and then I would walk across the street no, into you're the skipping, mall. You're skipping something that you would order that you turned me on to. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would get the... Oh, yeah. It actually does a lot worse. <laughs> I would get those seven tacos, and I never knew what they were. I would just get the like mm-hmm. platter that they did, and mm-hmm. it was always fucking great. Some veggie, some meat. It was either way. Some really spicy. I never knew what I was eating, right. and that made it that much more fun. Uh, and then I'd also get two, sometimes three tiny chorizo quesadillas yeah. and the cheese on it. Oh. It wasn't halloumi, but it sort of lived in that that mm-hmm. uh, that uh, texture and that bite mm-hmm. that is halloumi and why halloumi is so great. But it was also like kind of cooked a little and it was not really melted. So fucking good. And then after having eaten way too much, would walk across the street into the mall to the DQ Orange Julius I'm, and I'm, get myself a uh, small mini or a small blizzard. Mm-hmm. Um, usually Reese's. And that was like a big, that was your big treat. That was my big treat. And I I always did it because it was so close to Starburns. Yeah. And yeah. I go, well, I'm already over here. I did it so much that honestly, <laughs> when I go up the five in a Pavlovian way, I start to salivate no matter what time really? of day. I start to salivate because I'm so close to those two locations. <laughs> Going right by it. I'll be like, oh, God, I, I'm suddenly... I'm trying to think. That's, so that's kind of a, not necessarily a healthy thing, kind of a guilty pleasure. Right. I wish I had a better answer of something that was a little, no, like, right. little more that's vulnerable. A great answer. So mine is, if we're going food, like what kind newsflash, of Pen Pals like? loves to talk about food. <laughs> if, if we're talking food, for me, it is, I love just getting a, I'll make two boxes of spiral, craft spiral mac and cheese and a tombstone pizza. And I just know I'm going to be so sick later, and I, I'm so yeah. excited for it. And also, so easy to eat. Oh, it's so it. easy to eat. So easy. Oh, and my also, God, it's wild. And also, easy no to one's eat. timing you, but, but you are. It, d- yeah, it does winning. look like you're training I'm for I'm in something. the running for a free shirt. <laughs> it does look like yeah. you're training for a Nathan's related hot dog <laughs> event. <laughs> Dude, I do I'm that in the maybe. running for a shirt. <laughs> I survived the 76er. <laughs> you get it. Yes. <laughs> I um I don't do that. I might do that once every year or two. Now I'm not saying a couple times a year I'll have a tombstone pizza a couple times a year. But when I like when I when I'm like Egon and I cross the streams on those things, that's a yeah. big day. Yeah. Now, here's yeah. the other one. And this is something I used to do in college. And it still today brings me endless joy. Because <laughs> I will I mean you're more equipped for that. Now, like your here's what's so crazy about it. You're in you're in good health. You work out. You worry about your health. You you take care of yourself. Yeah, I'm trying. You're in better condition now, where your body won't be destroyed. Right. So here's the irony of it: your body won't be so destroyed mm-hmm. by it because your body is in good shape. Mm-hmm. However, because your body's in good shape, it does become slightly destroyed by it oh, more than sick. someone who's wildly out of shape. Right. Because they're <laughs> consuming these bullshit. Their body's all like, the this time. is what we expect. Yes. The machine none of the machines are Dude. Your body now goes, hey, 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 whoa. Who who let these in here? Who Every, let these mac and cheese right. into our fucking stomach? Every time I go home to Rochelle or to the cabin, the second or third night of eating like they yeah. do there, I am yeah. I am wildly sick. And you're winded. Oh, yeah. Isn't yes. that crazy? Yes. How I'm, you get winded mm-hmm. off of food? Yes. I had a Guinness last night and I was winded 
And I was like, COVID. I have COVID. <laughs> I thought that and I was earlier like, this wait, week, too. I don't. I don't know. I don't I, The amount of time, honestly, in 10 months, how many times did you think, do you think you've had COVID in a week or months? a month? It's it, since, Minimum since you three went times into quarantine. Minimum yeah, three exactly. times a month. So right. what is that? Times nine? And you're like, I have 20, it. Basically every times? week. Almost every week. Yeah. 30 times I've been sure I had it. Yeah. Me sure too. I had it. Me too. When, when most of the time it's because I just slept with the fan on too high of a speed. And, and I know it's fun to make like, fun of. I know it's fun to make fun of. But I live in that camp of someone who does think I had it one year ago right now. It because is, well, Maynard James Keenan yes. from Tool yes. did have it. Right. And here I am hanging out with Adam, who I remember was also at a point where he got sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I came home from Texas, destroyed, mm-hmm. couldn't breathe. We, Two we weeks later, well. had to go to urgent care. I remember sitting in our studio doing pen pals every time you made me laugh. It's We probably have recordings of it. Make it every time you made me laugh, I started to cough, mm-hmm. went to urgent care. was like, that never happened. Maybe bronchitis. Who knows? They put me on a bunch of shit. Couldn't sleep at night because my heart would be racing, and I thought it was the medication I was on. And then someone's like, "No, that's actually something that's happening during COVID because it fucks with your heart so much." Even now, I I think that's why I'm reading this book too. I'm like, either I have horrific health or I am still affected by COVID in some way with my heart. Either way, if someone said, "I know for a fact you didn't have COVID," I go easy to believe. If someone goes, "You more than likely did," I go easy to believe. Sure. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I live in both of those yeah. spaces, and I know it's fun to like go. You didn't fucking have it. I've even been that person towards someone else. Right. <laughs> I'm that way towards you. <laughs> no. Right now, Daniel's holding up a sign saying, shut the fuck up. We're at an hour. <laughs> but I want to... But here's the thing. I get, just so Daniel's giving me the me. light, and honestly, it's about to make me cry because it's taking me back to stand-up. I'm I like, know. oh, yeah, the, oh light, the, the light. light. I got two the minutes light. left. Um, Don't forget. Next time you get the light, you'll, you will out loud go... Sorry, I don't remember. Is that mean one minute, two minute, five? What? What is the light? <laughs> you won't remember. No, <laughs> comics are gonna overreact, right? Because right now, I don't know if some fans might know this, some might not. If you ever see a comic for no reason, it doesn't work with what they just nod. said. Just kind of give a nod. They saw the light, but we're they gonna saw the be light. So and they're saying, "I saw the light." It's right. saying, hey, you don't have to keep lighting me. I saw. Right, it. we're gonna be so happy. Back to I said we're gonna be like to we're like, but but this is what I say to people who say that I see it. This is yeah. what I say to like we're gonna be yeah. so happy to see the. Do light. you know Brian? That's what Brian Regan would do. He was getting lit a lot, but he wasn't nodding. Yeah, and my buddy Ryan Connor told me this. At one point, he lights it, and Regan goes to the side of the stage with a light guy, and he goes, "And I gotta say, light guy, I got it." <laughs> <laughs> I saw the light. <laughs> oh, uh, I used to tell you that I told you that I used to like within a minute, minute and a half of him being on stage, I would go into the back of the room and light Andy Peters, <laughs> like, which is so great. That's not like, real. Wait, what? That, that can't be real. Uh, anyway, <laughs> this, I'll finish that thought. College. <laughs> so good. Uh, Barilla pasta, penne or bow tie. Mostly. I would get a big I'm box a of that. Guy. I would get a big box of usually penne, to be honest with you. I would get a big box yep. of penne, maybe rotini. I would put that, boil it up, and then I would do a full jar of Bertoli Alfredo sauce. Pour all that in there. Do some grilled chicken. Cut that up. Mix that whole thing up with some Lowry seasoned pepper, and I would eat that straight out of the goddamn pan. And I have not done that in... I've maybe done it twice in the last four years, and I want it every day. I could eat that every fucking day. Yes, yes. And be so happy. Yes. Oh, man. I don't know if these are Q-tips. That's a food thing. Is that? 
clean my ears? Is that a thing? <laughs> Trying to find any kind of like no. weird thing that that's, maybe is like that's gratifying. Yeah. I still okay. Well, we I open up another really door. Pound nation. While I tell my Patreon, daughter to not pick her nose, I pick my nose. Still, like pick my nose. Why do you tell her to not I do get it? A Kleenex. Why do you tell her to not do it? Because it looks so gross. And then she'll be like, "You pick your nose," and I'm like, "It's I'm different." Gross. I'm like, "Yeah, but it's different." <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> uh, I love this, Alan. I hope people tell us what their guilty stuff is too, as well. Yeah, um, and we'll talk about it in the. I know you're all great. Please send us letters, especially if you've had any run-ins with people who've murdered people. Send some letters. Yeah. Send some letters. And if you send them, we got them. We're going to read them. Agreed. We like stockpiling. All right. We we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Scoville and Raniel Vaniel Canyon. A podcast network. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.